David Pensick, Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, February 13th. So happy Valentine's Day, a day early, or happy Valentine's Day whenever you listen to this. Um, for this episode, uh, speaking of Valentine, I guess love or Valentine's, uh, mentioned it's a Library Lovers Month. And we thought we would bring back Happy Valley Improv for this episode to correspond with to correspond with Library Lovers Month. Um, we had a good time with them a few months ago when they were on on the podcast, and they're big supporters and fans of the library, and the library's a big uh, fans of theirs. And uh, so for this episode, uh, Nate Rufo and Andrea McCluskey of Happy Valley Improv come in. They talk about their library experiences both as kids and 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 currently as adults and and with andrea with kids but uh then we have some fun uh, they do some uh sort of improv style games which hopefully will go over well on this podcast improv can sometimes be a pretty uh, visual experience but uh but uh, hopefully this works out with uh with them doing some improv type games uh, for the podcast. So hope you enjoy it. I, I think it's a little bit different podcast uh, episode. Hope you enjoy it. Our, uh, our conversation with uh, Nate and Andrea of Happy Valley Improv, sort of in correspondence with Library Lovers Month. Happy to have Nate and Andrea from Happy Valley Improv again, um, and this is sort of a different episode. It's Library Lovers Month, and since well, Sklo, we love Happy Valley Improv. <laughs> we love you guys, too. Um, yep, and we know that. But we thought it'd be fun to have you guys talk about you know this month about libraries mm-hmm. and have some unique takes on it. But uh, I guess first of all, for each of you, mm-hmm. do you have personal memories of? public libraries either as a kid or even you mm-hmm. know, even what school has done if you want to yeah. mm-hmm. um, for sure I remember getting my first library card that Ooh. was a big deal um, I don't remember what age that was um, but it was at the Greenville Public Library do either of you know it mm, never heard of it where is this this is in Greenville Pennsylvania okay and shout out to Greenville, shout out to Greenville and, your, the, and the good work um, the Greenville High School mascot was the Trojans. Shout out to the Trojans. Okay, they do wonderful work. <laughs> um, but the library card was, um, I remember there was like a metal, it was raised metal letters. Ooh. Yeah. So I, I think to sign things out, it must not have been like, it wasn't even electronic. And I think we were still like using, we certainly were using card catalogs. I remember learning how to use card catalogs. Um, Dewey Decimal System. The Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> um, and I think we would sign out on the, like, there was a card in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some libraries I went to have got have done like stickers with the due date on it. Mm-hmm. So every sticker would replace the one before it. Like so, there'd be a stack of like mm-hmm. due date stickers on it. But I think um, at least my school library, we would sign our name and they mm-hmm. would keep the sign out card. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I still there. remember uh, with my life, yeah, they would put the stamp, and then sometimes you would see the name so you could see everyone who, who had, had it before. before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, so that's kind of yeah, it was yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you knew who to talk to about, like, oh, I saw you read this book. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's fun. It's a little creepy though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it's a different time. Yeah, yeah. now yeah. we're more sensitive about like yeah, privacy, protecting yes. mm-hmm. what books you've read. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. private information. Uh, I'm trying to think. So I I have a couple of library memories. Um, I used to go to, so uh, the library I had to was New Freedom Public Library. Mm. New Freedom, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It was right near where I used to go to church and right near my grandparents' house. Um, the trifecta of the tr- a happy day. That's right. Grandparents. <laughs> grandparents. Church. Church. Library. library. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> nice Sunday, although libraries are closed on Sunday a lot. Uh <laughs> So yeah. we're not, we're not, except, we're not. except, except, except in the summer. Yeah. Well, it's not because they're a great library. <laughs> uh, it was a small library. Uh, it was probably about fifteen minutes from my house. But a couple memories from there. I, when I was in high school, was in a band. Not very good, <laughs> uh, but I played bass for a band, and I was like really into like classic rock, like all of that sort of music. And the library used to check out CDs. Yeah, I don't know if Squo still has like music CDs mm-hmm. or whatever, but uh, I used to go and check out CDs from there, and you know, Fleetwood Mac or Pink Floyd or whatever was was they had there, and I used to listen to that while I was driving around in my uh, minivan that was my first car, mm. which made me very popular. <laughs> um, but, Did you ever burn the CDs so that you could keep them? Mm, I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, because it's illegal. Because it's illegal. Okay. <laughs> Stay away from that. But I made bad choices when I was a kid and don't do it. Okay. Um, the other part of that library, so it was I checked out books there too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the listener can't see what I... The yeah. yeah. Uh, I do love books. The other part of that is that I learned to drive in that library parking lot. Mm. So for my driver's test, Mm -hmm. I uh, learned to parallel park there. My dad took me there um, on like, you know, a night after they were closed or something. And we just used the parking lot to practice parallel parking a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did pass my driver's test the first time. Was that in the minivan? Uh, that was in the minivan, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I learned to parallel park in a minivan. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did pass my driver's test, but I failed my first permit test. Okay. That's a different story. <laughs> the Sklow Library parking lot would not be great for practicing. First mm-hmm. of all, because there's not tons of room. Yeah, that's true, yes. And second of all, the gate is down. Yeah. Now you could get in there yeah. um, after work. Oh, okay. just You have to pay, though. Okay. And I don't know if you want to pay to practice parking. Well, <laughs> right. Or practice driving. Right. Well, again, it was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> different time. Things were open. It was behind a YMCA. It uh-huh. was a real... I mean, the two community centers, right? Mm-hmm. YMCA. Yeah. Library. Yeah. The okay. heart... Heart and the soul. heart and soul of a community. community. Yes. yes. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I spent a lot of time at that library over summers and stuff when I didn't have school and I wasn't working. I would drive down there probably a few times a week and mm-hmm. check out the books and check out the CDs and all that sort of stuff. I remember going to, so we also lived close to Ohio. 
we were right on the border. And Ohio has nice libraries, too. As a state, I think they, or at least when I was growing up, they do a lot of funding for, mm. the, you know, it's a state value. Yeah. Um, and we would go there for Wi-Fi to get on the oh. internet. Not Wi-Fi, to, just to, to get, get on, on the, the internet. internet. Yeah. So you would go and sign up for, like, a 30-minute session. They had, like, two desktop computers, and mm-hmm. you could get on that internet. I don't remember what we were doing on the internet at that time. There was, like, not much there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was before, like, we had it in our house, I guess. Yeah. It's a dial-up in here. Yeah, oh, yeah, where it yeah. would take a long time. Yeah. The thing I found interesting, um, as um, with kids, you know, do you now look at the library differently, or are mm-hmm. you sort of are you sort of um, remembering your youth when you take kids your kids there or whatever? Is that yeah, yeah? There's a, a nostalgia element, but I have to say, I think a lot of parents get back into libraries with their kids, yeah. like they. But I, even before I was a parent, I I just love libraries. Mm. I love. I like. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like going. This. I liked going. Um, mm. um, you know, through college, and well, I would go to my college library. But also, I like public libraries. I guess I like the variety of things that are available. I like the spaces themselves are quiet and mm-hmm. and well maintained. And so I just I've always appreciated it. But Sklo Library. When you have a kid, I mean, Sklo Library. I don't know how you're a parent in this town without going to Sklo Library. You have to go. There's, like, it's a great place to meet um, friends, and there's so much. The children's department does so much wonderful programming and has great resources. Yeah. Well, let's not bury the lead, too. Okay. You wanted to be a librarian. I wanted to be a librarian. Oh, see, oh, yeah. I, did, I, I, um, I don't know what happened to that dream, and we don't have to go into that <laughs> um, no let's and right up to like I, I thought about being a getting a master's degree so even after I had my undergraduate degree I, um, I, I talked to different graduate schools about informa- library and information science mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which does require a master's degree yeah because I looked into that my mother-in-law was like loves libraries and was really interested in becoming a librarian and it's like it requires a master's degree. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And these days, they there's so much that librarians do that yeah. probably people don't think of. Like, yeah. um, librarians and libraries, for librarians sure. Librarians and yeah. libraries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just since I've worked there, I mean, I went to school before working yeah. there, and it's just amazing to see the behind-the-scenes yeah. <laughs> yeah. work that goes into to keeping it. Um, I used uh, school specifically just being here in State College, since you both are not from here originally um the library here the usage or what's it what do you think it means for the community maybe for for you guys in gent specifically yeah (laughs) yeah well i i mean i'll say that sclo library is probably the probably one of the most robust libraries i've seen in all the places i've lived um especially for you know the size of the town it's it's a real institution here in a way that a lot of other public libraries and places I've been haven't necessarily been mm-hmm. um, you're just Sklo's just so active in doing things in the community and providing programming like Andrea was saying um, I don't have a ton more to say than that yeah. Andrea, <laughs> I think the location has, has a lot to do with that it's mm-hmm. so central to town yeah. and they're just involved in like 
community events, they always pl- have a role to play in, mm-hmm. in things that are happening downtown. So mm-hmm. we often find ourselves there, even without you know planning. Yeah. It's just a good place to, to meet up. Yeah. And, I mean, we've had partnerships, including one with Happy Valley Improv. And yeah. Has that, I mean, just the improv group, I guess, in, in general, have been pleased with partnering with Sklo, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, I think that's... that's um, been meaningful to us mm-hmm. to um, I don't know it and it lends a it helps us feel connected to the community and yeah. valued and like um, it, the receptivity that that we received as soon as we pr- proposed the idea was mm-hmm. was really appreciated mm-hmm. you know we're we're a newish group but yeah. the library was like yeah yeah I mean we we in Happy Valley Improv coming from our perspective really we consider it a really important part of our mission and what we do to be involved in, in the community and to partner with local organizations. <clears throat> and I think SCLO has to be at the top of that list of like places that we, when we sat down and we're like, who should we work with? Who should we be connecting with? I think SCLO pretty quickly rose to the top of that list, you know, along with, uh, you know, places like the state theater. We do our shows there because that has a big historical and community aspect. Uh, we work with uh, Elaine from Webster's, uh, you know, with the Central PA Theater and Dance Fest, and we've done, ac- you know, activities there. So, like, these different state college community centers, I think, you know, SCLO is solidly one, definitely one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so, improv, you have come with some ideas for some games, I yeah, guess, yeah. for lack of a better word about, you know, talking to incorporate library or library mm-hmm. literature themes, I guess. Um I guess we'll start with uh, one that Nate had about uh, sort of a blind date type of game. Yeah, <laughs> you want to explain sure. it? There? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so some of you uh, listening, if you know about improv, you might have seen the show Whose Line Is It Anyway. They play a game there where uh, someone is given a character to play and the other people don't know what character that is. And they have to, through asking questions, figure out who that character is. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I am going to play a character of great literary fame. Mm. We'll do we'll do a couple of rounds of this, maybe, and uh, who knows? Unless we're really bad, unless we're, like... uh, yeah. or we'll cut them out, and then you'll only get the best ones. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll do this. Uh, I'll play a character. They'll ask me questions, and then you know when they think they've got it, that they will they'll guess who I am. Okay. And see if you can play along at home <laughs> yeah. and see if you can figure it out. Maybe we leave, maybe you say I got it and leave like a five second pause so they can listen. Uh-huh. Oh, so they can think about, okay. maybe I got it too. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, are all of these coming from English literature? English literature canon? Hmm. Uh, one of them is distinctly not from English literature. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, David, how well do you know your... A little bit. I, we'll I, see, I don't know how obscure you are. These are not obscure characters. Okay. All right. We'll say that. Okay. Right. Okay. And you're going to embody them with I your will voice. Embody them with my voice. Okay. Right. Okay. So we will we will pick up as if I am coming in to this blind date and I'm running late. Okay. 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 You ready? All right. One, two, three. Oh, standing up and here oh. he comes. <gasps> So sorry, so sorry. Oh. I'm so busy. I'm so sorry to be oh. late. I lost track of time. Well, thank you for thank you for meeting me us here. We mm. are um, 
<laughs> of course, of course, it's uh, it's it's been on my calendar, but <laughs> I lose track of time uh-huh. sometimes. With but with all the activities I'm involved in. Oh wow, you are well, busy. Well, yeah, what type of activities do you do? Oh, oh, I I work with my my friends, uh, my 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 dear friend. Me and him go out and we we investigate things. We try to figure out what's going on, mm. that sort of thing. But I'm so forgetful sometimes. Oh. <laughs> um, were you um. Uh, coming from an activity with your friend just now. I, of course I was. We were down at the River Thames. There was a... a it, it's a real big mystery going on down there. Oh. Well, are you a doctor? Okay. Uh, <laughs> see, uh, my friend is. Uh. I, I am not. I, I, I thought that was pointless. You know, I've yeah. everything I need to in the real world. Okay. And reading books. I don't need another person. No one else is smart as me. Oh, you're the smart, you're the smart one. You said it, not me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I might know who we've we've got. Yeah. On, we're on this date with. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Should we give listeners? Chance. Oh, wait, is that copyrighted? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. David. Who? Uh, I'll do me. Who is Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. Yay! Yay! Very good. Now, Andrea has okay, a game, so too. Yes, so Andrea has another game. Okay, she is this one's... <laughs> we're going to try this. We'll yeah. see how it works. I'm going to play um, authors of nonfiction books that you are going to randomly generate using Sklo's wonderful website and the card catalog they're on. <laughs> that works. Um, we do work. Yes, too. so um, I'm going to have Nate put in so that I can't see, mm-hmm. although I guess it kind of doesn't matter. But we're going to do, you can do an advanced search by a call number. Oh, this is interesting for slow listeners. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so do you want to you introduce the oh, author? Yeah. The you're, you're, you're Harry, uh, well, thank you, Harry Typhoid Peters. For <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's typhoid. Typhoid. Okay. <laughs> the R is silent. <laughs> Mr. Typhoid Peters. <laughs> and we were impressed by the name of your book, uh-huh. um, uh, Cur- Courier and Ives, um, Printmakers Courier. to the American People. Yes. So, so yeah, Courier, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, that title took a lot of workshopping. Courier and Ives, Printmakers to, to the, the American, American People. people. So it we rolls off the tongue. It, well, we, didn't know, we didn't know if we wanted it to be... Um, Printmakers to the American people or printmakers of the American people. Ah, so it's me like and a my edi- address situation. Ed- yeah, we mm. didn't know if it was four score and seven years ago. <laughs> so you worked on that one too. <laughs> yeah, also, wow. Okay. So Abraham um, workshopped that address as well. But yeah, even though you were only you weren't even born yet, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it was close. It's you're, you're, I haven't lived a linear, linearly in time. Okay. So, but that's less interesting than than my yeah, career in Iowa. Hundred percent. So, yeah, the title is the main thing uh, I like to talk about when it comes to this book. Sure. The propositions that I chose, um, but I am very passionate about Courier and Ives. Um, you know. I, I like to say, why can't we call it Ives and Courier? Mm. Wow. That pesky alphabetical order gets you every time. It does. But it's it's not fair because Ives did as as much, if not more, than Courier. They both, they both drew 
and painted so much. Mm. Mm-hmm. What were some of their fam- famous pieces that they... They they have a lot of, like, um, Christmas scenes. Mm. Okay. And that that's really um, what I like best, is their depictions of life um, in a snow-covered field. <laughs> and, like, um, it's just... It harkens back to a time when things were simpler, mm-hmm. and I just love their their work with them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I see here in the in the description it says yeah. that they were precursors to Norman Rockwell. Rockwell. Yes, yeah. yeah, they were precursors Norman, to well, Norman yeah. Rockwell, and of course I love Norman Rockwell. Of course, who doesn't? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, I think he's done some things about libraries. Of course he has. Of course he because has. Because he captured everything that is wonderful about America. But, um, yeah, he was influenced by Courier and Ives because they, um, they used oil painting too. So it's really a misleading title because it says printmakers. So it kind of makes me think that (laughs) it's about books or language or something, but really you, you did like a, you did a a curveball on this. (laughs) Um, when I say printmakers, I mean painters. Oh. I, I'm not real clear on the difference. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. You've always been an ideas person, not a words person. <laughs> right. Well. And I, I need to read a book that's that's titled think, The Difference of Between Printmaking and Painting. I bet you Sklo has that. I bet they, they would do. have that. They'll yeah, help that me clear like... up that confusion. All right. Well, Mr. Typhoid Peters, I think this has been an education (laughs) for us. Uh, I am definitely going to look into Courier and Ives. Yeah, yeah. uh, Their work. Yeah, and and then you want you'll want to look at their solo. They they both also did. Wow, they split apart. They split apart. It it wasn't bitter. uh, Okay, but they yeah they they had different artistic visions for Mm. their prints. One was more snow, and one was more. One was more snow, (laughs) and one was more frost. I understand. I understand. Uh, well, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> how are we on time? <laughs> no. We could do another one if you want, or if we're good. Yeah, how are we Yeah, doing? I think we're getting close to our time. Okay. Um, but, uh, yes, check out those, uh, those books. Those books. <laughs> they'll be, not, they'll be for some reason, I think now. they might be available. I <laughs> yeah, I didn't see many holds think, on them. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think the authors are both dead, so I think we're okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, we should have actually picked out books uh, from the, the Happy Valley Improv Collection. Oh, uh, yes. That was, but anyway, yes. that, but, That's okay. but people can pick out those. Yes, yeah. But. yeah. Yes. Please do. Please yes, do. yes, those are available. We have the Happy Valley Improv Collection. Right. And is there any, um, now this is going to be dropping like February 13th around there. Any mm-hmm. shows around that time you sure. want to talk about that you've coming up? So if this comes out February 13th, this upcoming Monday, we have a show at the State Theater Attic Space. Hmm. We're calling it a President's Day Jamboree. Ooh. And what this is, is our community jam where we invite members from the community to come up and join us on stage. They play presidents? Uh, they can. Oh, yeah. oh we could. Absolutely, yeah. That's totally open. Uh, we'll also have two uh, new groups uh, going up that night. Uh, we will have See You Next Time, which is State College's uh, all gender non-binary or female identifying group. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will also have Space Jam, which is a duo group with uh, Don Rosenbaum and Rich DeLuca, who are two of our company members. Uh, it'll be a great time. Come out to that. Other than that... We always have shows the first Thursday and third Monday of every month. Mm. You can find that information on happyvalleyimprov.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going, we have just started 
an improv practice group mm-hmm. at the Makery that will be happening uh, every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, so if you've thought about taking a Happy Valley improv class, but you're like, I don't want to commit to all six weeks of that, I don't know if I'll like it, uh, if you check out that information on our website, we have a link to the practice group, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Makery downtown, you can just drop in, do some improv, see if you like it, and then hop into our classes, and that'll just be an ongoing thing that we it's do. It's open to anyone, um, yeah. whether you interest, are interested in doing our classes or not. Yeah, it'll be all levels of, uh, of experience, so there'll be people who have gone, who are in level four right now, people who are in all levels of our classes, and probably some people will show up who've never done improv before. We've already actually had people asking about it, so yeah. we wanted to provide a way for the improv for the community to be able to do improv for free Mm. Um, it doesn't replace our classes because our classes are very structured and we have like a curriculum and things we want to outcomes we want to get out of them but this is just a way to go and play and do some improv yep so yeah I think that I think so. We recently right? expanded, so we have oh, yes. five new company members. Oh, wow. So oh, there's, you're going to be seeing new faces on um, on stage with us soon, and it's really exciting. Nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Awesome. Well, David, thank you for having Thank you. Congratulations. And, yeah, we'll hopefully have you again. Uh, we'll figure out another holiday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This month I have you for, but I'm thank on you. on board. Thanks. Thanks. Happy Valley Improv, Nate Rufo, Angie McCluskey. Always enjoy uh, seeing them. Having This is the second time they've appeared on our podcast. Um, it, of course, check out the Happy Valley Improv uh, book collection that's at SCLO. Ha- improv, even if you're not into acting, just improv as a team-building experience. Great resources there. And you can obviously contact them if you're interested in doing a workshop or check out their shows at the State Theater. Again, so it's Happy Valley Improv. Um, enjoyed having them. And hopefully hopefully all the, the improv they did in our podcast, hopefully that uh, translated well for you to listen to. Some other things happening at SCLO. On Saturday, February 16th, the next edition of SCLO Labs starting at 10.30 a.m. Uh, this is Practical Tools. For digital privacy, this will be in our community room. It's with Sasha Meinrath. And if you didn't hear last week's episode of the podcast, I had a conversation with Sasha. He's like a renowned expert on privacy and, and on the Internet and all that. So um, really good conversation, and he gives you some tools. Obviously, pe- people are concerned with privacy, going online, social media, uh, some big issues have risen to the forefront over the last year or so. So you might want to check out Slow Labs on February 16th, starting at 10.30 a.m. On Wednesday, February 20th, starting at 6.30 p.m., pajama concert. In Our children's department's having a pajama concert in the community room. Uh, kids can wear their pajamas, and a concert will be performed by the Penn State Music Service Club. So again, 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday, February 20th. Winter reading continues for 12 years old and up for teens and adults. Uh, you can register online. It goes through to March 31st. So um, go on quests, set goals, and get a chance to win some great prizes. That's winter reading, new program. It's been uh, getting a good reception, so uh, you can sign on. Uh, it's this, basically the same as the summer reading program. You can use your new username, password, or just set up a new account if you haven't done summer reading. 
uh, writing contest and we'll go with Center County Reads. There's the writing contest, writing the non-human writing contest. Entries are still being accepted to that till March 11th. Uh, a nature winter bird walk, sorry, winter bird walk is taking place on Saturday, February 23rd, starting at 2 p.m. at Millbrook Marsh Nature Center. Of course, this is all in conjunction with the book Vulture by Katie Fallon, and which is this your Center County Read selection. As a little preview, next week's episode of the podcast is my conversation with Katie Fallon. She's a Penn State alum. Uh, she'll be coming here on April 4th, talking at the Nittany Lion Inn, so we're looking forward to that. But until then, there's just a whole host of events and book discussions that will be taking place, so you can check out centercountyreads.org for all that. And uh, everything's on our website, schoollibrary.org, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, of course the podcast, and uh, we just uh, are midway through February. We still have a bunch of things happening, and then March, April, things are going to really be picking up uh, as we get into spring. So hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, you can rate it if you listen to an iTunes and all that. Uh, subscribe to it so you can get it every week. comes out every Wednesday. But until next week, hope to see you at Slow Library. <laughs>